0: Welcome to Gardening with Daddy Pete. Let's join our host, Melvin York. Well, hello everyone and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete and I'm your host, Melvin York. We've been doing these podcasts a little over a year now and we do have all of the podcasts. You can go to our website which is daddypetes.com. That's D-A-D-D-Y P-E-T-E-S dot com. Click on the page and we do have all of our podcast archive there that you can go to and listen to any time that you would like to. Also, while you're there, you can ask a question, leave a comment, and take time and look around our page and go through our products and see what that we have at Daddy Peach that will help you with your gardening. Now, in uh, times past and over a lot of the podcast, I do spend a lot of time on vegetable gardening gardening on the way to do it different ways to do it some of the vegetables to plant and we have spent quite a bit of time on that subject because people are interested in having healthy food to eat and not just going by whatever the grocery store has to offer or something in the can So what I want to do today is look at another aspect of gardening that a lot of people have been talking to me about. And of course, there's different ways when we go out into our yard or the garden or our landscape to look at. We have annuals, which is flowers that only are good for one season. We have perennials, which put on beautiful blooms and comes back year after year. Then we have shrubs. We have different sized perennials. We also have herbs. These are all things that consider not part of the vegetable garden and that you can also and we use a lot of these to beautify our our home so today what i want to do and this is going to be a short session we have been at the uh, green and growing show in greensboro this week and met a lot of nice people there and have talked about some new varieties even in with the annuals with perennials some herbs you know we do have things and we'll get into that too i always tell everybody when you're doing vegetable garden to make sure that you get heirloom seeds or open pollinated seeds that way you can save the seed and you can plant again next year and you'll have the exact replica of the plant you had this year one thing that i do want to encourage you to do is to do the same thing with your annuals and your perennials with annuals i know that petunias is a big one that you see a lot of hybrids in but the new wave petunias the different varieties the different colors impatience their sun patience impatience has long been a plant that needed just some shade and not a real hot sun time of the day So with that and some other ones here, and there's been some different hybrids that have been developed that does help in problems like that, some for disease and all, and that's fine if you're not planning on saving the seed and starting again next year and saving some money. Now, you can grow, save the seed, store them just like you do. The vegetable seeds, you can go back and listen to several of the podcasts that we did on saving seeds, and that will apply to... Annuals, perennials, just like those vegetable seeds. So I'm gonna just give you a kind of a quick overview of people that I consider are some of the main and some of these may be mixed. These actually some of these can be considered one or two varieties that so could be considered a perennial or what some people call that a bi perennial, which could be every two years and then they need to be planted again. So let's just start out with marigolds. Now marigolds is a beautiful flower. I love the scent of them. They are used a lot of time to deter a lot of insects. Marigolds are planted in the vegetable garden, again, to help deter some of the insects. Beautiful colors. You can get different size heads, different heights. But again, go back and look and see when you're buying your seed are these an open pollinated or are they a hybrid depending on what you want it's okay to plant some of each just don't plant them next to each other or they could cross pollinate petunias i just spoke about petunias there's a lot of different hybrid petunias but then there's the old time petunias we planted for years beautiful colors and you can save those seeds over and over again now Saving these seeds are very easy to do because during that time we like to deadhead our plants, and deadhead is a term used for what we do is we go through and pick the old blooms off after they bloom to make sure our plants. These fresh looking and all new blooms and bright and colorful. Impatience, I talked about now, if you do decide to grow your own transplants with Impatience, Impatience has a very hard skin, sort of like okra. You want to make sure that you do soak those in a lukewarm water overnight. One thing about Impatience is they do like the warm soil to come up in. So just keep that in mind. Some of these others are more tolerant than the impatience. Patience is just a little harder to get to come up. Cosmos, another beautiful looking, kind of like a cross. Their bloom sort of like a cross between a daisy and a marigold. A begonia, again, a shade plant. Beautiful different colors, and most of your colors come from a bloom, but the foliage is beautiful colus again is one that also has different shapes you have go back to begonia one that i my favorite and you can keep for years and you can keep it all the cuttings you'll have to bring the begonia the colus in and when it becomes time for frost but you can keep those as a houseplant root off of them and go on in set them out again next spring outside an angel wing begonia if you've ever seen one you'll really just love that if you haven't seen one look that up on the internet i think you'll fall in love with it here's one that you can get so many different varieties in. you can get them so they grow 12 13 foot tall you can get them are three foot tall you can get them with small heads large heads and that's sunflowers sunflowers are easy to grow you can start the seed and then transplant them if you'd like to work. or you could actually wait until the ground warms up plant them in this straight into the ground one thing about sunflower is they're beautiful they Usually last all summer on into frost, they produce a massive amount of seed in their head that feeds birds, feeds a lot of different animals. They're all. I like to just take them straight out. You can roast them, consume them yourself. Sunflowers has a lot of different uses in your landscape or your garden. Look at the different types. How tall do you want something to grow? And it will also tell you how big the head or the bloom gets. So these are something to keep in mind when you're buying the sunflower. Again. Make sure it's not a hybrid. Is it an open pollinated or an heirloom variety? One quick note here, when you're planting a sunflower, that head will always turn and be pointed toward the east or where the sun rises. That's where that plant, usually you will see your bloom. So when you're putting that into your landscape, take where the sun is into consideration. Sunflowers are full sun plants, so there's no worries there. They will not perform well in shade. So that's one thing that you do want to keep up. Salvia. Salvia is a second cousin to sage. There are some salvias that are perennial. There's some salvia that is not perennial. Depending on what zones you're in, we talked about the zones. You need to look up on the USDA hardiness zone map. Find out your zone number, compare it to what you're planting with on the back of the seed bags. Salvi, beautiful plant. Snapdragons. Snapdragons work good in the summer. Also, in the fall, a lot of people mix their landscape with snapdragons and with pansies. They take some cold weather. Snapdragons will take some light frost, where a lot of plants want. Zinnias. You want some beautiful flowers, zinnias. Again, there are different varieties of zinnias that have short medium and tall heights to them. look at those colors are amazing and there's so many different colors when it comes to a zinnia a lobelia is a low growing plant it's a lavender purplish plant most of the time they will either have a white like center in them or either i have seen them with a yellow head inside very beautiful plant for something low growing you want to fill in on that lower end of your landscape and then build up with the height from their back if you are trying to build up against something or you just got a bed out in the middle and you want to have some height with different plants in it but you do want like a border around usual lobelia, Nicotania, a lot of people call them the tobacco plant they look a lot like a tobacco beautiful pink like bloom work well in the sun they're a summertime plant frost will kill these plants pansies as we talked about pansies are considered a perennial up north they are in colder climates they're considered a bi-perennial here in the piedmont of north carolina you can see them they'll last all winter yes the breeze will get them down but come spring they pop back up so that's something you can look at blocks is another one that's a good one lantana again can be considered a perennial in some areas loves the warmer climates right the opposite from the pansy so look at it they usually have a beautiful like a magenta and yellow color to it Lantyna great got a great scent to it uh, Dianthus there's a pink Dianthus that blooms and the fragrance is out of this world they have a bluish green color to them and we always call them miniature coronations when I was a little boy but Dianthus again different colors different varieties different foliage look on your pack of seeds of Dianthus and see if they are a hybrid or if they're not. Nash Tertiums is a seed that's got a beautiful dark green foliage, usually has a really bright red bloom with a kind of a yellow and black center. Very distinct. If you've ever seen a Nash Tertium, you'll know exactly what they are. And let's do one more here before we quit and go on and Aster's. Asters, again, are sort of between the cosmos and a daisy. Those comes usually in different colors. There's white. The lavenders have a yellow head in the center. They're beautiful. And these are all things that you should be able to buy a seed for, start your transplants inside, and then set them out when the threat of frost is gone. But you will enjoy these. And there's many, many more. I'm just trying to go over just a few so you'll know what to do. Now, when those plants have done well for you this year, make sure before you pull them out of your beds and all that you do, capture the seeds. And you can be doing some of that alone and put them in a plastic bag, take a piece of paper, write down what they are, what year you gathered them and seal them, push as much air out as you can. And again, I like to go with those in my freezer, keep them in a cold, dark place until next year and then you're ready to go planting annuals can be expensive as you all know so can a lot of the perennials but this is how you keep things going from year to year to year to year now if you're saying in the neighborhood or you're kin people or maybe you're in a gardening club. Some people will grow some of these better than you grow, and you will grow some things better than they grow. Make sure that you're the one that keeps the seed out of the best-looking ones. Some of your neighbors or your friends keep the seeds out of the other varieties. that's the best-looking. And then at the end of the year, which is a good time to get together and talk about either right before christmas or right afterwards and do some seed swapping that way everybody has a chance now i would suggest that you save seeds out of everything Maybe put a little mark these did tremendous these were average these were below average that way you'll still have seed and they still may produce a above average plant next year but that way you still and everybody still has seed to go by. Again, planting annuals, if you plant very many, if you plant some in your beds, you plant some in pots, that gets expensive. And this is money that you could save, grow your own. And again, you get that super great feeling of, hey, I grew those. I grew those from seeds. So just a little piece of advice there when you're doing and saving your seeds. All right. Well, if you have had a chance to go to our website, Again, I mentioned it the first of the broadcast, but it's daddypeats.com and we'd love to hear from you. There's a place there that you can click on and leave us a comment or ask a question, leave us a message, leave a phone number that we can call you back or an email address. I'll be more than glad to answer your questions and yes I do and yes I will respond back to you and try my best to answer any question you got. There is no questions that seem a lot of people like to use the terminology stupid. There is no stupid question. When you're gardening and you don't know, we all have to start somewhere. We want to make sure that we help you. That's our slogan, Daddy Pete. We help you grow. And that's exactly what we mean to do by producing good mixes, our mulches, our growing mediums. Our amendments for your landscape, for your gardens, our raised bed mixes, we make sure that we put a lot of time and effort into that to make sure that you get the same thing year after year and a mix or an amendment that will work. So while you're there, just take time, if you would please, to go through our different products, see how they can help you in your gardening need. Well. It's just about that time. I told you this would be a quick one because it's back to the green and growing show in the morning early and see if I can soak up some more of the beautiful plants and shrubs and trees that are available to look at there and talk to some of the different people that's from different areas, even from the one side of the coast of the USA to the other. And some coming out of Florida, lower ends of Alabama, some coming from Washington State. We could see all different variety of plants while there so if you didn't get to make it this time put that on your calendar for next year it's always in january usually the third week and it's called the green and growing show it's the nursery and landscape association we put this on every year and i think you would enjoy it in fact i know you would if you're a gardener or want to be one well thank you so much for tuning in and for all us here at Daddy Pete we do appreciate each and every one of our customers and if you do have that question please go to our website and ask it or leave us a comment. Well until next week this is Melvin York you've been listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete. Thank you for joining today's Gardening with Daddy Pete. You can check out our website at daddypetes.com for additional gardening tips and our podcast at gardeningwithdaddypete.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.